Kelsey. And nothing fucks you harder than time. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to a surprise bonus episode of Hate What Bind Off. (laughs) Surprise Game of Thrones Bind Off. Uh, As some of you might have noticed, maybe, Kelsey and I were on vacation the last few Sundays, so we both kept up with Game of Thrones, but we didn't record any bind-offs, and tonight, the second-to-last episode of the season is going to air, and we are going to do a bind-off for episode six, but in planning for it, we were like, we have too many fucking episodes to talk about. How are we going to deal with it? Was I supposed to say something? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we'd just marinate in that, that dilemma that pickle juice that we were in. So now, Kirstie, here we all are for the same reason at the same time. (laughs) Yes, in the wise words of Game of Thrones, here we all are. (laughs) In the wise words of the writer's room, who literally couldn't think of anything better to say than describing the situation they'd put their characters into. In case anyone missed it, like they were not all even a there. Wink and a nod. It's just literally like, and we're here now. <laughs> we're doing the same thing at the same time. God. So here's what we're going to do we're going to start with episode four. So prepare to go back in time two weeks. Then we're going to cover episode five. And then we're going to sign off. And in about 12 hours, we're going to come back to you with episode six. Right. You ready? I'm ready, I think, maybe. Let's try to let's try summarizing episode four. What All happened right. in that episode, man? Some stuff happened. We got a lot of really good heart puns. Sansa told Arya that John's heart would probably stop when he realized she was in Winterfell. Oh, is this the one where they had an innuendo about Daenerys' yeah. heart? John says something about Daenerys having a good heart, and Davos says, I noticed you staring at her good heart. <laughs> which I counted as a dick joke. It is a dick joke. It's a really good one. We went to Bob Ross's map floor again. Yep. Uh, Bron is back. Check that shit out. Bron is back. Uh, Bran is, is kind of back. Yep. Well, except Raisin Bran is no more. Right. Arya came back and we had some, some dick jokes with literal dick jokes. Yep. The Winterfell guards. Cersei finally paid her bills. She did. The side eye returned aggressively. The side eye is the most alive in Winterfell. That's your little finger news bulletin, in case you missed it. (laughs) Chaos is a ladder is back. Chaos is definitely a fucking ladder. (laughs) I mean, mostly I think, like, a lot of things just came back this episode. (laughs) Yeah, we got a grammar lesson about bastards. Very important one. Dick on was here. Dick on this episode. We don't dick off until the next episode. Dick off next episode, but dick on right now. (laughs) So on. (laughs) And then we had a questionable battle that was quite questionable. Yeah, apparently dragon fire is equivalent to nuclear bombs, which I would not have guessed. Also, apparently the Game of Thrones CGI team picked up Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban for the first time this week and said, hey, let's rip this footage and put it (laughs) with a dragon. They also, they do it again in uh, episode five, which we can come back to, but there's this great gif going around of a side-by-side of when Jon touches Drogon. And uh, below it is Donkey meeting the dragon in Shrek. Oh, no. (laughs) It's shot for shot the same. That's amazing. It's real good. Yeah, that's what happened in that episode. We talked about dick jokes. We got three. And we got one grammar joke. Yep. It was reconfirmed that Elena is super dead. 
So good job, me. Yep. Good job, you. And there's a lot of fan fan theories related to the rest of the fantasy draft that Cersei, Bronn, and Littlefinger are not long for this world. And we got the teaser at the end of this episode. They end with, like, the cliffhanger of Jamie sinking into the ocean. They didn't even bother to, like, make it a cliffhanger. They were like, no. LOL, we tried. Yeah, let's open the next episode with the resolution of the cliffhanger of the last episode. It's really an eight-hour movie, Kirstie. <laughs> Not a series of episodes. It doesn't matter how many times I hear that. I just can't. <laughs> so how about a gripe? You got a gripe? You Do you have a gripe? I don't know if I prepared a gripe just besides like one, a general gripe two, three. about this whole episode being I, bad. I have four gripes. Tell me your gripes. One of them is technically from the inside the episode. Oh, yeah. That, by the way, the inside the episode for episode four is maybe one of the best ones. It's the one has that has made me decide to start watching them for real. Because <laughs> the creators say some shit. They do. Holy dear God, do those men say some words. If we thought they were lost and alone at first, this confirmed it. Oh my god. I don't know if I can pull up the quotes in our Slack channel fast enough, but I was like rapid fire sending them to Kelsey. Like, who the fuck are these people? (laughs) What is happening? While you're searching for your grape, I'm going to nestle mine in there real quick. Okay, okay. Because I did write one down about our friend Raisin Bran. Bran the three-eyed emo? Yeah. Are we expected to think... That the castle at Winterfell is ADA accessible. (laughs) Because that's what they're getting at. They're like, oh yeah, he's got this little wheelchair now. And I'm like, that's cool, but it's all like towers and shit in a medieval castle. So don't tell me that he's just like cruising around to trees in his little makeshift wheelchair. You're right, because they either show him in the godswood or in some kind of chamber bedroom. But from everything we know about Winterfell, it seems as if all of the bedrooms are up in towers, as they would have been. Right. So I don't know if he's, like, wargs up to different places, but (laughs) I just want an explanation. I don't think warging is teleportation. It could be. You don't know. When he wargs into a wolf, he's not bringing his body with him. It's not like he's riding the wolf. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to apparate with that flu power. <laughs> so Bran the Three-Eyed Emo was one of my gripes. Uh, we'll skip it for the time being. He comes back and, and emos some more <laughs> in episode five, but just assume that he is a standing gripe for me at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's a gripe. I'm trying to choose from my four because there were just a lot of things. In this, Was this the episode where we got that line, nothing fucks you harder than time? No, that's the next one. we get that in episode five. Well, it still stands. Davos delivered one of the most important lines, nothing fucks you harder than time. And by the way, Game of Thrones, nothing fucks you harder than time. (laughs) You have this fucking show that you have had to extend the hours of because even though you get to choose the episode structure, episode format, and the number of seasons, you somehow still don't have enough time to tell the story in the structure that you negotiated with HBO. So you've decided to create extended episodes, but you're going to then take that time to cut out five minutes for one fucking sword fight just to prove that Arya is a dangerous killer now. Ooh. 
Really? We needed to spend five minutes watching her fight with Brienne just to be reminded, just to have all the characters on the set reminded that Arya is dangerous? Like, they set that up just to give Sansa some time to have a stone-cold, terrified look, and Littlefinger to deliver all the side-eyes so that we all know that Littlefinger's onto Arya and knows that Sansa's afraid of him, so great, we now know he's gonna play them against each other as if we wouldn't have figured that the fuck out on our own, and as if we didn't already somehow know that Arya's a dangerous killer. Great. Kirsty, they think we're stupid. They think we're stupid. It's because they're stupid. Like, I have been so endlessly frustrated with the way that time has been used this season. And, like, time is so precious in this fucking show. It's not that I didn't like the battle sequence. It was kind of interesting. It was like old school Game of Thrones back when they used to do things that were somewhat hate watch worthy. Where it's, like, kind of fun to watch them, like, dick around with their swords and whatever. But then I still had 70 minutes of episode left. Also, speaking of use of time, <laughs> they're counting inside the episode towards their actual episode length, which is some yep. bullshit. That is some horse shit right there. That is such cheating. Although anytime you get released from the Game of Thrones universe early, it is a blessing. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, right? Is conflicted feelings. On the one hand, as you all just figured out, I am annoyed to shit that their fucking episodes have to be this long. So you would think that it would be helpful for me to then learn that inside the episode is part of that total runtime because that means that the episodes aren't actually that long. But then why the hell were they able to get every single fucking media publication on the face of the planet to write millions of think pieces like in the think piece machine about this grand experiment that HBO has endeavored upon to make these stupid fucking long episodes when it's not even all episode? Mm-hmm. It's cheating. It is cheating. Like, you don't get to earn brownie points for fucking with format when a bunch of your format isn't even your actual show. It's an extended dick joke. It's about an extended the dick writers. joke. Nothing fucks you harder than time. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> uh, there, were, there were two things that happened in the battle that I thought were funny. One is when Bronn says to Dickon, men shit themselves when they die. Didn't they teach you that in fancy lad school? (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of shit I'm here for, Bronn. Oh, yeah. The other thing is they show Jamie fighting with a Dothraki soldier. And it was supposed to be lame because the point is that Jamie's not back in like fighting force yet. But it was some of the worst battle choreography I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. It was tough. It Because it was also, like, like slow. Like, if the Dothraki are who the writers want you to think they are, if a Dothraki came across a man who fought that slowly, he wouldn't keep pace with him. No, no. What a time that was. The other thing that was noteworthy to me is, like, Cersei still owes a lot of people a lot of money. And, like, she paid off that one debt from the Iron Bank, but, like, the war is still ongoing, and she still has to run a kingdom, which costs money. And, like, everyone is so proud of her for being able to pay off that debt, but, like, that move that she pulled, that student loan forgiveness, only works once. (laughs) The Tyrell plan only works once. It sure does. Oh, the other thing that happened that pissed me off, sorry, is that that fucking fucking weapon that Kyburn made, the dragon burned it. Yeah. 
Good job, Kyburn. Super great. Super great. Okay, episode five. What happened in episode five? Well, everyone came together for the same reason at the same time. <laughs> TLDR. R.I.P. Dick on. He was officially Dick off. Dick off. I wrote down Sue for peace, and I don't know what that was for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maybe oh, I- oh, oh, oh. Uh, because Jamie, I think it was Jamie and Cersei were having some kind of conversation where Jamie was like trying to convince her that the war was lost because of dragons. And she goes, well, what do you want me to do? Sue for peace? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a line. Like, I don't think you have a court system. Right. In Westeros. So, like, where does that joke even come from? The writers don't care. (laughs) The writers don't care. They are dick off in terms of things to care about. Speaking of writers, I'm going to register this this grape now. Great. Um, Sir Friendzone and his radiant skin return. Mm. No scarring or anything. What? Let me tell you about what the writers did with <laughs> Sir Friendzone. <laughs> and where I project the writers are going to take our friend Sir Friendzone. Oh, boy. So he was there with Daenerys <laughs> yep. a long time ago. Yep. They gave him syphilis. They sent him away for his syphilis. We had to constantly talk about his syphilis every episode <laughs> and then get his syphilis cut off. So then they bring him back to Daenerys to have a reunion, to then send him away with the gang of... The Ocean's Eleven crowd. The fucking, yeah, the, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> to send him away to then go into North of the Wall, and I would gather they're going to kill him off. So what yeah. was the point of this long-ass reunion that apparently took no time at all to travel to? <laughs> like, why, writers? Why? Why? I, Why did the I was wondering about that too. Yeah, the only thing that they have as like a thread with the with the Breakfast Club is that they're all like survivors slash maybe half dead at one point. Yeah, but like if that's all of the work you had to go through to get to that point, it is not worth it, it's my friends. Not worth it. Like that was not a good use of your time. However, <laughs> I will admit. As I said to you, I've never been so excited about anything as I was when Sir Friendzone returned because I am here for the fucking rom-com storyline. Yeah. <laughs> I will find the rom-com and, in even Game of Thrones. <laughs> and she said that to me and I'm like, but this is the rom-com you want to fight for? It's the only one they're giving me. There were other ones. I'm, I'm not going to play the game about <laughs> incest being fun. <laughs> So, no. There are not other ones. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. It's just... Uh, I, I wicked got the skeebies from that wicked creepy hug that Daenerys gives him when he first shows back up. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, like, not creepy. Yeah. Especially because, like... I don't think she's actually that into him. No, she's using him. Yeah. She was probably like, oh, fuck. Why did you come back? I thought yeah. I sent you away for good. Yeah. And then they make this really fan servicey joke uh, at some point, like after he decides to leave immediately, where someone says something to Daenerys about it, and she's like, "Well, we're used to it by now." Like that's not cute. That's not. That's not a good look. That's also like not the tone of the show you've established. No. Game of Thrones Raiders. No, but like if you're gonna be meta, be meta from the start. Nope, they are dick off of fucks to give. Once again, <laughs> take a look at Jane the Virgin and sit the fuck down on the thrones. <laughs> If you're gonna be meta, go all the way. <laughs> the only other note I actually have about this episode is that Chris Columbus returned yep. to 
direct and edit this episode, so there's just, like, a fuck ton of, like, Buckbeak stuff happening. Yeah. Although that was not actually Chris Columbus, in fairness. No. I'll register my gripe now as well, which was also the only note I took on the entire episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there are just too many fucking hippogriffs this season. So we many We spend so much time this season showing characters having to, like... Uh, bow or do various other like respect earning things with deadly creatures yep no one asked for it no one asked for it and, like i get you're trying to prove a point with having like john being able to touch the dragons like john's a dragon or whatever but ugh. let's see other things that happened were cersei's fetus yep surprise fetus i've heard two interesting fan theories about this i've heard one from nerdette recaps suggesting that she's faking her pregnancy. The other one that I've heard is that she's going to die in childbirth, and the dying in childbirth would technically fulfill the prophecy of her little brother killing her because Jamie got her pregnant. Oh. Which, like, that one feels like a stretch, but I could see her dying in childbirth. It's not gory enough for Game of Thrones, though. Yeah. Like, it's not revengeful enough. Unless it, they go, like, the cursed baby path like they did with Daenerys and it's like some kind of lizard baby that like oh yeah alien explodes from her womb or something I don't know it's just not the storyline I'm here no. for no <laughs> because the bottom line is that Cersei's story arc is over you can't revive it just by getting her knocked up right the only other thing that we're missing here I think is that Sam gets stuck mansplaining and misses <laughs> Gilly's, like, weird re- revelation, revel- revelation <laughs> about the fucking canon of the show that I do not care about. Yeah. I swear to God. So Gilly finds in a book that Rhaegar actually did marry Lyanna Stark. And so John is not only definitely a Targaryen, but he is by law, because annulments are a word with a definition that Gilly learns. <laughs> That's a neat grammar lesson. <laughs> there, How many fucking times in this season have they found a really convenient either definition or grammar structure that has progressed the plot? Like, are we just fresh out of fucking plot devices that we just needed a dictionary to move the season along yep i digress so yep. john is now legally a targaryen super chill and i just feel like because the writers went all in on r plus l equals j last season which was the first time that they had to diverge from the books and i feel like they just that was like the only thing that they had to hold on to so they just decided that it's the basis of the rest of the narrative oh yeah 100% and once they realized that making it canon got the fans excited they were like well how many other different ways can we make sure to prove to people that it's canon like this is now like the fourth time they provided hard evidence that this is true like we get it john's a targaryen right but they're intentionally pushing off the actual realization with anyone who matters on the show. Ugh, it's so So they're going to at least do this, like, one or two more times, oh minimum. <laughs> well, but we're, <laughs> but, like, we're about to figure it out because John just touched a dragon, so how long is it going to be before they, like, do what they did with Daenerys and they have him step into some really fucking hot water and not get burned or something? You know? Well, how many times are they going to say something about putting ice and fire together in the Ugh. actual Ugh. text of the script? Before this show's over. 
<laughs> a song of my vomit. Here we all are for the same reason at the same time, Kirstie. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Also, this was an episode of resolving multi-season long arcs with a single line. So Gendry's back. Yeah, he is. We apparently Davos knew all along that he was in King's Landing because Tyrion goes on this adventure to talk to Jamie, and Davos goes with him, and while Tyrion's talking to Jamie, Davos goes into King's Landing and just like finds Gendry in a blacksmith shop and the last time we saw Gendry was at the end of what? Season three? And then they make another stupid in-joke where they're like, I thought you'd still be rowing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he row away in a fucking boat never to be seen again just to show up back in King's Landing, the place that he fled from in the boat in the first place? I don't have answers. Why? And then during Inside the Episode, um, I should find the exact quote, but oh, one of such the writers is talking about this. Um, one of the writers is talking about this and he says like, uh, something about how, cause the ultimate point of, of Davos bringing Gendry back is to have him join Jon Snow. And, uh, he says, we thought on a story level that should do the trick. Who plans their narrative on what does the trick? Who's sitting, <laughs> like, were they sitting in the fucking Bob Ross war room with like little cardboard cutouts of the characters and just looking at them like hmm Kendrick and John that'll do the trick what the fuck is that also when they meet they're just like our dads were friends we're friends too like is that how any interaction has ever gone with children of your parents friends no no well and Davos brings him back and is like you know you're you're some rando you're a rando of Facebook don't tell him your real name. And then Davos is like, hey, John, here's this rando. And Gendry's like, I'm Robert Baratheon's son. We're pals now. No, but even better, he goes, hey, I'm a bastard. I'm a bastard, too. <laughs> bastard party. Oh, my God. Why? What is happening on this show? <sighs> it's so bad. Also, I've decided that we're going to give the Breakfast Club a boy band name. <laughs> And it's going to be Dream Street. <laughs> Dream Street. <laughs> I was going to say One Direction because there's only one way across the wall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Could also be Boys to Men. Oh, my God. north of the wall in <laughs> uh, sync because they'll put all their petty disagreements aside and be in sync to kill the white walkers They're, uh, they'll all be there uh, for the same reason at the same time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so if you guys have any suggestions for what we're going to call this boy band that's about to embark on an adventure north of the wall <laughs> tweet him to us at hate watch with us or use hashtag got nope hashtag nope. <laughs> hate watch got hashtag hate watch it's been GOT. a while guys <laughs> you know sometimes you go on vacation and forget your own podcast stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Yeah, use hashtag hate watch GOT. It'll be great. We'll be on there tonight. So if you've got thoughts, we'll be on there tonight. Us. Use the hashtag to live watch with us. If you ask nicely, we might even let you into our My Watch Ascended Slack channel. This is the second to last episode of the season, which is going to be pretty nutso because they usually save that episode to like really fuck shit up before the end of the season. Yep. So yeah, get get hella hella hype and we will be back at you in like 12 hours. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your hate watch. (laughs) We'll see you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I want one minute on the timer. Okay, here we go.